How's it going, lovebirds? You are now listening to the podcast that brings you good relationship advice from real relationship experiences. This is episode number 24 of the Good Relationships Podcast. I'm your host, Derek Brown Jr., the good company relationships expert. And if you're in need of daily motivation or relationship tips, you can follow us on Instagram. Just search Good Relationships Podcast. And if you have a Twitter, you can also find us. Just search at Good Lovebirds. So on today's show, we have another special guest. We have Miss Brickell Lee Pear. She is a model and a dancer located in the QC. Could you tell us a little bit more about what you got going on? Of course. So currently I'm working on a Dancing with the QC Stars. We work with charities and we help out in the QC. Also, I do lots of modeling through the QC, helping out small boutiques and helping them share what they have. Awesome. Awesome. Um, and I hope I didn't mess your name up. Did I? Did it? Okay. Good. Good. All right. So you know how we do. We're going to go straight into the questions. And um, today's topic is uh, actually very, very special. So the topic today is self-love as a single mom. And I'll repeat that one more time. It's self-love as a single mom. And the first question we have today is, as a single mom, how did you discover self-love? Great question. So as a single mom, discovering self-love is one of the most tricky things because oftentimes moms feel like we are alone without a, a father figure to help us raise the child. But that's not ever the case. Like Mothers um, are more powerful, I feel, when they are able to control the situation alone almost. And finding self-love through that is empowering and um, how I did it was um, by leaving a situation and furthering my goals and succeeding them cool cool so like what what do you what do you feel like like some lessons that you like went through when you were like in that period where it was kind of tough as a single mom or was it like ever tough for you Yes, there's definitely tough times. Um, actually, every day there's a tough moment, but just working through that moment and living moment by moment is how I get through that. So, yeah. Cool. Would you say that, um, like, a big part of your story now is, like, your relationship with your daughter? Most definitely, yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because I know that there's, like, there's some people who... They'll, they'll literally say like, okay, I didn't want to put myself, I didn't put myself into this situation, but it's the best thing that I could have asked for. And like the things that they've learned from that is, I mean, you can't, you can't trade that for anything. So would you say that it's the same for you? Of course, most definitely. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so question two, how has self-love impacted your life as a mom? Self-love has impacted my life by showing my daughter not only that loving yourself creates success, but also that in order to have, to be successful, you have to have like self-love. And she is beyond happy and I am happy. So I guess that's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah. I would say so too. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Um, in what ways do you like show your daughter self love? Um, great question. Um, I show her self love by um, always staying confident. Always. Um, I also show her that no matter what I do at the end of the day, I'm going to be happy, even if it was a horrible day. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just going to show her that there's still happiness in mm-hmm. bad situations mm-hmm. and everything happens for a reason and we're going to love each other and the only person that has your back is yourself. So, yeah. Well, I like the way you said that. There was like a, a lot of energy in that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, life as a... did you Did you ever like imagine yourself being in this position of course not though at the same time do you think that life would have been a little bit easier for you or that life now is as as good as it could be for you because of the things that you've learned the strength that you've gained from being a single mom I definitely think things would have been easier if I would have stayed in my past situation with with my daughter's father but at the same time where's my happiness out then and what am I achieving in life by doing the the easy route you want to go if you go the harder route and work hard at what you love then you're going to get further Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I want to show my daughter that getting further in life that's what matters most and even though that you know it's an easy situation and that life is so easy and you just want to like breeze through it. No, working hard is what matters. That's what I want her to learn from everything. I don't want her to think that, oh, I can just walk through life, you know, no, run through it. Like, there's going to be hills. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, so at that, with that being said, is there like a certain thing that you make sure that you show like, certain disciplines that you show in your daily habits to make sure that she sees? Do you ever, like, see you uh, have any, like, um, like more emotional moments or, like, seeing you cry or anything like that? Or how does that work out? Um, I don't let her see me cry ever. Okay. I don't know if that's, you know, good or bad, but I'm going to say it's good because I want her to know that women can be as strong as men. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, I guess... Yeah, that's about it, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, because I know that, like, you know, there's some people who they want their kids to just, they want them to know that they're good, they're safe, they're happy, mm-hmm. they're in a, that, they're, that their mom or dad, whoever is in that situation is, mm-hmm. is taking care of them, and that they're not stressed. Yeah. And, you know, I've talked to some other single parents, and they're like, you know, it is, they are going through tough times. They are going through stru- struggles, but they don't want the, their kids to see that. And so, you know, I was just wondering if it was mm-hmm. the same kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, I don't, I think that kids um, feel it, but they don't want to, like, people, we don't want to acknowledge it. But I think everyone could feel the pain that a person's going through. And just to, like, show them there's a happy side to life. I think that's what matters. Even though everyone can feel the pain that's going on, mm-hmm, if we mm-hmm. just show them that we're all happy in what's going on, then I think that makes a big difference. And that's what makes people thrive, I guess, is being happy. Yeah, no, I think And I make her be very independent. Like, she's a very independent little girl. Like, 
I make sure she knows that she needs to do things by herself. Like, I'm not going to just carry her through life, you know, the whole time. So I show her, like, okay, like, you can pick up your toys, okay? Mm, okay. I pick up my mess, you pick up your mess. And right. we kind of, <laughs> we help each other out in that way, you know? So I definitely make sure that she knows that being independent is a very, like, key thing. So that's how I'm going to raise her mm. throughout her childhood is knowing that you need to be independent, you need to love yourself, and you need to be happy. And those are the three things that she's going to grow up learning. I know she will. Damn. You can end the podcast right now. Like. <laughs> I know she will. Definitely. <laughs> okay, well... Would you say that more people have been supportive of you, like being that other like person, uh, mentor figure for her too, or um, you know what I mean, like positive figure? Because I know that there's a lot of people who have uh, they're in single parent situations, though like their parents come together or like community figures come together, and they're like, we really want to make this person feel like they are getting the right, you know, a sustainable environment that they can, even though they're not in like a two parent household. So is there, like, people who, you know, come together in your situation, too, that are active? Oh, most definitely. Oh, my gosh, yeah. It takes a village to raise a child, I think. And my parents um, help me a ton. And I have a lot of friends that help as well. And everyone definitely comes together and helps out when I need it. But, yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome having people that help support you. And I think that's... A really good aspect of um, my life is I'm very blessed and lucky to have so many people that come out and help and yeah so okay cool so this is just a more of a question that I was thinking about because I I have um, I have friends who had who grew up in a single parent household and then of course I have friends who did not and you would you would think that the person who are in the, the single parent household that they had a different kind of like grind. And like you said, your daughter is seeing you, you know, go through this, such a work ethic, such a, you know, just bringing a different kind of independency to her life. So do you think that it's, it's almost, and I don't want to say more healthy, but you feel like it's more of like uh, getting them more prepared for life in a way? Oh yeah, yeah, I never thought of it that way, but I would definitely, yeah, say for sure. Yeah, I think that no matter where you come from, I guess it's how you were raised, I guess. But I feel like parents that raise their child together, they might have the same views I do. And maybe they raise their child like I do, and our children might be the same, but you never know. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, this is a relationship show, so I have to throw this question at you. When it comes to romantic relationships... Do you have any thoughts of one as you're working on yourself? No, not at all. Not No romantic relationships. My only relationship I think about is my relationship with myself and with God, because my spiritual relationship, um, and obviously my relationship between me and my daughter. But those are my three main relationships I focus on, and I feel like that's what drives me to success so like so far in life because I'm really just putting my energy into the things that I want and what I can have and stuff so I just you know put all my energy into those things I'm sure if I put my energy into like a romantic relationship I would get it would be successful but 
that's just not on my radar mm-hmm. right now at this mm-hmm. moment. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I think if you're focusing on yourself and you have a certain goal, you should make that goal happen before you bring more people into it. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I mean, I mean, it it sounds like you're also investing in things that will give you a positive return. Yeah. You know, for sure. like self-love yourself, like mm-hmm. you get the best return out of doing that. And it all complements everything else in your life. You know, the, the better you are, the more you're loving yourself, the mm-hmm. better situation you create for your daughter and the more that you can show her self-love. Yeah. And it's just like a, you know, a cycle of positivity if you continue to do that. Right. Um, so no, I, I like the way you said that because it's, it's a little different from a single person's perspective. Mm-hmm. When it is for someone who's also raising a kid, I would say. I don't have any kids, but yeah. from what you just said, it sounds like it's very... Yeah, there's a lot to, more to it when you have a child, too. Yeah, there's just so many details that you have to make sure that they see. Like, they see everything. So you have to make sure that everything they're seeing is what you want them to be like. Because, yeah, they see it all, and that's how they're going to be when they're older. Yeah. So. <sighs> That's powerful. Yeah. <laughs> That's really powerful. <laughs> um, and also, so that means that basically you'll be raising your daughter to be the same way growing up. So it's like, okay, invest in self-love, like loving yourself. Like if a romantic relationship is to come, maybe it will come at the right time. Um, but for the most part, she most likely wouldn't lose for just loving herself. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. You don't lose in life for loving yourself. You win. It's interesting because, you know, some people would say that that's, like, selfish. And I don't get that. Right. I don't get that quite yet. People do. Yeah. I don't get that. Um, (laughs) So it can be considered selfish, but I think there's a big difference. I think because I'm thinking about um, the way a a little girl is looking at me Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. other people that don't have a child are thinking about how others are looking at them, I guess. But... I mean, I don't, I don't think it's selfish. I think selfish is a different like way. Yeah, no, I know. But yeah, I know people do. People would consider it. They can. Right. It could go either way, but I don't think it is. I don't either. I think. I mean, if it is considered selfish, Mm. why not be? Because like, there's no, there's no telling that the benefits don't outweigh the like, you know, the cons of it. Because if you're constantly pouring into self love, mm-hmm. it's like you'll you'd have more of a capacity to like love others also. Yeah. I remember there's like an analogy where it's like, well, make sure your cup is filled mm-hmm. before you can fill others' cups. Because it's like, right. how can you pour into others if your cup isn't filled yet? Exactly. You know, and yeah, the your more cup you needs to be overflowing. overflowing. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then exactly. it'll just pour out. Right. Your cup is still mm-hmm. full, and you can help others fill their cup. Yeah. You know? So, Perfect. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that that's uh, something that, you know, not just single parents, but even, I think even parents who have mm-hmm. both uh, yeah. parents should, should do too, because, I mean, I've found myself, like, now that I'm, I'm on the same journey, I know we've talked about this off record, mm-hmm. about me being on the self-love um, train yeah. too, and it's like, I mean... What what other time do you have in life to really just love mm-hmm. and focus on yourself to do the yeah, things you want to do? Exactly, you know? and a lot of people like to bug in other people's business, and mm-hmm. I think that's another part of like self love as well. You know, people just want to focus on what what's going on in everyone else's lives, mm-hmm. but what's going on in your life? Like, why aren't you just 
focusing on yourself and loving right. yourself to bother in someone else's life, you know? Right, right. No, so, yeah, I, know I think that's another right. problem in, in the world, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> one of many. Yeah, one of many. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, question four. What has been the most positive and negative experience as a single mom? Um, negative. I really don't have a negative experience. Um, I can't think of one. Um, positive is just like there's just so many positive things. Being a single mom, I get to choose so many. Like there's so much things to do with my daughter that I get to do, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's just I'm so grateful for it, you know. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. There's just so many to like think about, but yeah. No, I think even from what you just said, it sounds like. Even if there was some kind of, like, experience, you wouldn't look at it as negative. You would just say, okay, well, this is just a situation. It's Yeah, it's basically, it's just a situation, and at the end of the day, you're going to make it through it one way or another, so. Wow. Now, that's that's powerful. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Off off topic. Okay, so, if you having that mindset around your daughter. Right. What is that, like, what kind of um, kid does that make her around, like, other kids? Oh, um... Well, <laughs> she she definitely tells it how it is. Even though she's so young, she is like a character. You know, she brings a different type of character to the table. She knows what she wants, and mm-hmm. she will let everyone know. Um, yeah, it's pretty funny, I think, but because it's so cute, you know, mm-hmm. just this mm-hmm. little girl that bossing everybody around, telling them what she wants. Right. And, how she's going to get it. She tells you. She's like, I want you to get it for me, you know. And I don't know. I think I think it's good because it shows the other kids, like, oh, that's how I get something. I say please and I ask for it, you know, whatever. Because I do teach her how to manners, so she has mm-hmm. to say please in order to get something. But, and I, I put her in dance, of course. I put her in dance. So, um... She knows that she has to work at something to get it. So we will be at home and she'll start doing, working on dance stuff. Even though she's one and a half. Interesting. Her mind is like, she's, it's just like a little sponge, you know. Like she will start working on her somersaults. Like just doing them, you know. And like I can barely do a somersault, you know. But like this one year old, one and a half year old can just know that, oh, I haven't got this yet. But these other four year olds in my class have. And then starts practicing it at home, you know. Sometimes without me even saying it, you know. So it's like almost she shows other kids that we all have to work at what we want, mm-hmm. no matter how old you are, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's bad, and I don't think that's me teaching her something wrong. I think that's good. Everybody parents different. I think that I'm teaching her how to work hard for something. Mm. That's how I view it. So some people might not agree with my parenting, but it's done very yeah. well for me. So yeah, yeah, I, mean, I don't know why not. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's why everyone gets their own chance yeah. to parent their own mm-hmm. kids, and yeah, and yeah, yeah. I agree with you. I think that's a phenomenal way to go about it, yeah. especially if she's showing uh, disciplines at you said one and a half. Yeah, that's insane because it takes I know. 20, yeah. 20 year olds and 30 yeah, year olds that don't have those kind of like dip, yeah. disciplines mm-hmm. mm. 
she's very smart. We de- I definitely like preach and practice with her when I want her to like portray. So yeah, and I know my parents do the same because you know I tell them what how I want her to act and everything. So we make sure ev- it's very consistent. I'd say so everyone treats her the same way. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. very consistent with lots of love and you know everything else so right there's a mm-hmm. like there's some kind of like system in place this yes. person knows like yes. like if like i'm sure you don't have people cursing around her often nope. and stuff like that <laughs> no no like, no yeah and that's what i was saying because like uh-huh. i know um i know that you know those people who are in these situations where they are single parents it's like okay yeah. well if i am going to raise this kid they are definitely going to be raised this way mm-hmm. and there is no room for like any kind of like other kind of program to try to come in right because it, it wouldn't make sense Mm-mm. you know it wouldn't make sense for anything else or any other like um person's suggestions of how to raise her come in when she's already ha- like one and a half years old yeah. and have disciplines yeah i know that's crazy yeah she's very smart yes. so how did you develop that or is that just literally from well i i'm not sure i think just practicing with her just like being very consistent i think that's key there's like she she just is like they're sponges you know at that age so their brain just soaks everything in and if you be consistent with them and show them okay we're gonna say for example please every time you want something or need something Mm -hmm. you say please and we just we say that we're like okay say please and then eventually she catches catched on and now she says please for everything you know that she wants and she knows that she doesn't get it every time because it's like sometimes it's like a cookie before dinner like no you can't have a cookie before right. dinner yeah. but we explain it to her too so we i always explain everything to her even though she's so young i i explain it to her like she's an adult you know mm-hmm. But she's still a baby. I still treat her like a baby. I right. just explain things to her so she'll, like, understand. She'll catch on eventually. So, yeah. And then, like, in dance class, um, a dance teacher, a fellow, my co-dance teacher, um, I was like, how did you get her to do the tondus, the points, you know, and dance? And she's like, well, I just treat her like all the other kids. Mm. You know? You, mm. you can't, like... You can't favor a kid just because you, you know. And then also, if you push them and it's like, okay, you do this, they'll they'll catch on and they'll do it, you know. Yeah, they're, so, they're smart. Yeah, yeah. yeah, very smart. I think every kid is very smart. It's just if mm-hmm. you're consistent or not with them. Mm-hmm. And if mm-hmm. you're very consistent, that'll show through on the at the end of the day. But if you're not as consistent, then I think things trail off and then things go a certain way but I think every kid is smart in their own way so yeah yeah I agree yeah I agree um so I don't know if there's a time where you were a single mom and you were going through a tough time but how did you get through that and what advice can you give to like other single moms who may be at a place where they you know they're a single mom they're feeling down life is tough they don't know where to, they don't even know, like, where to start, like, what direction to go in, you know, they're confused, they're, I don't know, I don't know the situation, I've never been there, of course, 
But what kind of like advice or suggestions could you give to, you know, women in those situations? So every situation is different. Um, I can't preach for everyone's situation, but I know that if you need to get out of a certain situation, just do it as soon as possible. And just know that at the end of the day, you're going to make it through it. So keep pushing forward. Don't stop. That's where um, a lot of people, like, you know, get caught back in the mm. bad old habit, bad old habits, you know. They they go a certain length and then they stop. And they're like, well, I'm just going to go back to how it was when it was easy. But if you, like, just keep pushing forward, and yes, it's going to be emotionally hard. It will always be emotionally hard. But if you just keep pushing, eventually it'll get easier. And that, it's like a race, like the mm -hmm. end of a race. It's hard. It's the worst part. But if you just keep going, you're going to make it to the finish line. So, yeah. I think that's... Just say keep going. Keep going. Mm-hmm. Keep going. And... <clears throat> Let's say they're, they they listen to this podcast, they hear what you're saying, and they're like, okay, I'm ready to get out of my situation, and I'm finally figuring out that this isn't going to work for me, and they're, they're ready to make that decision to get out and to start doing self-love. What, what kind of emotion do you feel when you make that decision? Well, your first emotion is going to be, like, empowerment. But then you're going to go through the stages of grief, like, of you losing a person. But you didn't lose a person. You just emotionally lost something. It's an emotional attachment. You'll go through the stages of grief. And after those stages, you'll come to a point of just peace at mind. So you'll go through many stages of feelings and emotions. But, you know, just power through it. Yeah. Okay. And is there, like, ever a, like, a feeling of freedom or a feeling of, like, um, it, is there anything like that? Um, maybe a, when you're, maybe. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not either. I'm not sure. I maybe. Know. I don't know. I, I just... think everybody might feel different about it. I'm not sure. Maybe at first there's a feeling of freedom, maybe, but I think, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because I, I, I only ask that because, mm -hmm. um. You know, there's some people who they they're really only they're like okay, they're removed from the relationship standpoint mm -hmm. of the person that they are with, you know, the child's uh, father mm -hmm. or mother, and it's like okay, well, I may have lost a person, but I gained another person, mm -hmm. and it's like okay, well, this may be the end of something that maybe wasn't the best thing for me, yeah. but then in like retrospect, it's like. This may be the beginning of something way more beautiful than what I could have even asked for at the beginning of this relationship. Yeah, most so definitely. It's like, yeah. I don't know, though, because I don't have any yeah. kids. <laughs> most definitely. Um, I don't know if there's ever a feeling of freedom, but I know there's a feeling of peace at mind and happiness. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, do you have any last words for these lovebirds? Um, just keep going through your situation until you get to the end, I guess. Cool, cool. Well, lovebirds, <clears throat> we got to thank our guests today. 
thank you again so much for coming out. I know you had a busy day ahead of you, and I'm, I'm grateful for you making time for the show. Of course. Um, if you have any questions for Brickell or for me, you can message us directly on the Good Relationships Podcast Instagram page, or you can go to Facebook and just search Good Relationships Podcast. And as always, thank you, Lovebirds, for listening. That's all we got for you today. And as always, stay blessed, not stressed.